1: Hello everyone, Max Story here. Thank you for stopping by the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast today. So this, this episode is being released on uh, December 27th, 2019. I don't really have anything scripted that I want to talk about. I don't ever script my podcast, by the way. You probably can tell if you listen. I just speak from the cuff, but I usually have some, some idea of what I'm going to say or what I'm going to talk about. And I guess, generally speaking, I, I have that today. I'm just going to Talk about 2019 and just share some behind-the-scenes stuff with you or some thoughts and and things like that and wrap up the year. And uh, if you celebrate Christmas, as as Ria and I do, I hope you had a had a great Christmas and you're looking forward to the new year, 2020. I mean, how awesome is that, 2020? 2020. 2020 is all about vision, right? We all want to have 2020 vision. And uh, the people say hindsight's 2020. Well, here it comes you got a whole year. I don't know what vision you have for yourself, but it's time to be thinking about it. So the one thing I would just want to share with you is just talk about what we've done this year. Ria and I, I mean, it's, if you know my story, if, if you don't really know my story, you can go back to the beginning episodes. Uh, I think it's episode two through six or, or something like that, where I just share about my story. If you don't want to just hear my story, it's going to be boring because I'm not teaching. I actually recorded those Episodes at the beginning when I first started this just so people who actually wanted to know How did I get from where I was to where I am today? And I don't think I'm anything special, but a lot of people seem to think that uh, My story is interesting. So I share a little bit of that story back there, but we were recently in West Virginia Just a few weeks back and hadn't really been in West Virginia a lot We'll be we'll be going back to West Virginia about 300 miles up in the northeast corner uh, we were in Charleston, Virginia last time in the capital, or West Virginia, and uh, we'll be going to northeast West Virginia. in January the 8th, I believe, we'll be speaking up there, and uh, no, the, the 10th. Like I said, I'm just speaking freestyle, trying to remember this stuff, but uh, we'll actually be there on the 10th. On the 8th, we'll be in Princeton, New Jersey, speaking to uh, Advanced Pavement Group. We were there about... About a year ago, I think we were there January or so of uh, this year, 2019, and Joe, their CEO, invited us back. And what's cool about that is the day we were in the room about a year ago, Joe said, he said, I'm going to make a commitment to to you guys that his leaders in the room that we're going to get them back. And what's awesome is he's doing it. So we're excited to go back. They were a, a great group and they've grown some since we were there last time. See the thing about good companies, and and I'm gonna plug a few of the folks who I know want people to know what they're doing. See, some leaders I have to be careful because some leaders they, they want to kind of they still have a scarcity mindset, so they want to kind of hold on to what they're doing. They don't want everybody to know what they're doing. They they think this is a competitive advantage, even though I try to teach them and help them understand. Keeping what you're doing a secret is not a competitive advantage when it comes to valuing and developing and building your people. That's a tremendous competitive advantage. And if you really want to learn about that, check out my my book released earlier this year back in July, uh, "Blue Collar Leadership and Culture: The Five Components for Building High Performance Teams." I talk all about it in there. But the reason I try to encourage leaders to to share and have an abundance mindset about what they're doing relative to developing their people is simple. It's really simple. If you want to attract top talent, they got to know you're a top tier employer. Top talent wants to know you develop your people. They want to know what you got going on. They're looking for it. If you're posting about it on LinkedIn or social media and you're sitting there saying all the great things you're doing, you're giving examples, then the great people out there who are watching, because I have a lot of followers, and so do a lot of other leadership development people. They have a lot of followers. And one thing I know about the followers is they're they're watching. They see where we go and who we talk to and who comments and what they say. And so when 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 we're at a place like Advanced Payment, the Advanced Payment Group. I know last time we were there, they they put some stuff on their website and they put stuff on social media. They wanted people to know. They told me it's okay if I share that we were there. So I'm sharing stuff on my social media. So anybody in that industry. Who's top, a top talent type person. Top talent is always growing and developing themselves. So they're, they're watching. So anybody in my network and currently on LinkedIn, I'm almost to 50,000 followers on LinkedIn. There's a lot of people out there. And, uh, You know, people in one organization see what another's organization is doing. They may decide to start looking around. I I don't tell my, I don't try to get people at one client of mine to leave and go to another client. I I don't do all that. They can figure all that part out on their own. The key is, if you're the leader in an organization, you want to retain your top talent, you need to be developing your top talent. And also everyone else. You need to be growing everybody in your organization helping them get better. But anyway, we'll be back up New Jersey on January the 8th and Princeton, New Jersey. And then, uh, Martinsburg, West Virginia on January the 10th. And then I think we go out towards Houston. That's by far as I can remember at the moment, but we've been in nearly 40 States in 2019. It's been a, uh, a privilege and a blessing. And, uh, it's fun to go in and pour into people, and it's always cool to walk in a room. And a lot of times, there's a group of blue collar folks there. They may be leaders, they may be frontline workers, they may be both, maybe top leaders. We never know who's always going who's going to be in the room, but different people in at different levels in different locations. It just depends on where we're at and what the topic is and that sort of stuff. But it's pretty cool to. You know, one thing I always tell people, sometimes I tell them in person, sometimes I say it from the stage, but I often say, I didn't come to talk to everybody. I come to talk to somebody. And I won't know who that is un- until the breaks start happening. And then we start, people start coming to talk to us. And we definitely know we've come to talk to those people because they're hungry. They're bought in. They value what we value. So it's always cool to hear these conversations. Recently, I was speaking at one organization, and Ria and I tell a story about going rafting and the challenge we faced trying to to go down this this whitewater river in a two-person kayak. And uh, somebody come up at, at afterward and, and said, Mac, that story you guys told, he's like, you know, last night, my wife and I, we drove over here, and we, we had a, a little bit of a disagreement. And you know, listening to your story, I need to go apologize to my wife for my part of that. She has some responsibility, most likely, but I want to go apologize for the part that I owned and and be humble and, and uh, take that load off of her. And that's why we hear. We hear all kind of personal stories from people. I remember one place we were at and someone sent me a facebook message that night i had never met them before that day and they may i don't remember if they wanted to be in the room that day or not but i got a message from them they looked me up on facebook later and sent me a message and said hey mac i just want to let you know i got a lot out of your session and i appreciate you coming to talk to us and i haven't read a book since i graduated high school in 2007 or 2008 i think this person said and and then uh he said, but I just got home tonight, and he sent this message about 10 p.m. He said, I just got home tonight, and I ain't been able to put your book down. I'm on chapter 10. Uh, that's powerful. That's somebody who's hungry. That's somebody like I was in 2008 when I hit play on the first audio of this that I ever heard with the type of content that I talk about right about today. So it's awesome to go see and find and discover these hungry people and introduce them to leadership development and personal growth. Been pretty powerful. Another company we at, we were at twice, uh, we were out there in October, the second time this year. And uh, maybe some of you folks are listening, but we were out at uh, Kilgore Industries out in Houston, Texas. I know they have a division in Austin, uh, San Antonio, and Dallas, DFW area. So I know I know some folks out there, some of you are listening, so we enjoyed our time out there we did a day and a half uh, workshop it was pretty cool on on saturday we did a half day after a whole day on friday and they they allowed their team members to bring in spouses and teenage children i believe uh i know there was some spouses there for sure and i mean it was, it was a great day a lot of a lot of teams growing together but to see those families growing together and 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 to see an organization with a with a ceo like jeff kilgore who's pouring into his team and providing books. I mean, they, they've, they've bought, I don't know, 600, actually probably, probably close to 1500 books, maybe more than that. Cause they buy some that I don't know about through Amazon, but they buy some and have us out and speak. But, but they're an amazing uh, MEP construction company. Been growing like crazy since 2000, still growing like crazy. And when you're growing like crazy, it's a lot of work. There's a lot of work goes into growing and developing people because you're trying to keep up with the business growth. So I have a lot of respect for all the, the Kilgore team, everyone at every level. Got to shake a lot of hands and, and, and give a lot of hugs out there. That was a pretty cool event that we went to. And again, I'm talking about the groups that I know that uh, don't mind me talking about what they're doing and they actually are out there blasting it to the world. And that's how you attract great people. Again, a lot of folks are searching for good people. But you can be highly effective if you're attracting great people. I'm going to tell you this too. Why would would good or great people have any interest in coming into an organization that doesn't grow and develop the people they already have? You see, if you grow and develop the people you already have, you're going to develop extremely good and extremely great talent right there on your team and then those people are going to help you attract great talent from the outside but when you don't grow and develop the people who are already on the inside that's a big red flag to the good and great people on the outside that says stay out stay away they may not ever even come to an interview you may be thinking there are no good and great people out there they out there they're just avoiding companies who don't grow and develop their people because top talent values, growth, and development of people. And if the track record says your organization is not doing it, these people are not even going to be in line. You're not even going to have an opportunity to turn them down because they're turning you down. And it may not be you literally. I don't know who's listening, but I'm just using an example here. So that was a cool thing. Another another company we were privileged to support, they actually bought 600 copies of a Blue Collar Leadership and Culture book that I was telling you about. Uh, their CEO is Mike Huff, and Mike's the CEO. Kilgore, Jeff Kilgore, they have around a 1,000 people in their construction company, and uh, GAT, Airline Ground Support, uh, Mike Huff is their CEO. Maybe some of you guys are listening. I know uh, I talked to some of the leaders from 48 states and I think 12 locations in Canada. Re and I had the privilege of conducting a half-day workshop with, with the leadership, leaders top leaders from all those areas. And, and Mike and some of his, uh, maybe all of his C level and VP type leaders were in the room, maybe about 150 people. Great day. They're hungry. I know I interact with a few, a few of you from GAT out on uh, LinkedIn. And so, uh, proud of what you guys are doing there, but that was a really great day to, to see what GAT is doing. And, and, and Mike gets it. Mike, Mike, the CEO of those 5,000 people, I've heard him say it multiple times when I've spoken with him, and he shares it on social media, and I heard him say it from the stage. He just wants to help people have a better life, and that's what I encourage all the leaders that we support. If you'll approach your leadership development initiative, not from making more money, more profit for you or for the company, or growing the business, all that stuff that everybody sees as as, as benefiting the top leaders, that's going to happen. Don't make it about that. Make it about helping people have a better life and then do it. You help people have a better life, like that gentleman I described earlier. He said when he left, he was going to go apologize to his wife. If he he stays on track and he makes a transition where he starts accepting responsibility, for himself and his actions, and starts leading his family better, he's going to have a better life at work and at home. And I guarantee you, and I saw him speaking to the owner of this company when I left, I guarantee you that man thanked the owner of that company for having us in to motivate and inspire him to take himself to a higher level. He's already working there. He likes working there. That's why he's still working there. But when you help him have a better life, he's going to work harder while he's there. Because that's that's how somebody at work can repay a leader, is to perform at a higher level. And you're not doing it for that reason. If you were doing it for that reason, it would be manipulation. If you're trying to manipulate people, they're going to leave. They're not going to stay. Or they're going to be very low performers. It's got to be authentic. At the top leader level, it's got to be real. And it's real with Mike Huff. And it's real with Jeff Kilgore. Those two leaders I've gotten to know and talk to quite a lot. And they're on a mission to help their team members have a better life. And when you really do that, those team members, when they're out on Friday night, or they're with their family, or they're at the kids' ball game, or out with friends, and somebody says, well, what do you do? And they tell them what they do. What's it like to work there? Instead of it being negative, it's positive. That's what leaders need to look for or strive for, I should say, is, is leading their team so well that when they get to talk about the organization and their leader, their boss, their goal should always be to lead their organization so that whatever comes out of the people's mouth that works in their organization is positive. You create nonstop positive word of mouth advertisement for your organization. You're going to start attracting top talent. But how do you do that? You focus on developing and investing in the talent you already have on your team. That's what you do. Maria and I had a a good trip. A second time out to Yuma, Arizona, out near the border uh, with Mexico and California. We supported the city of Yuma out there with the, the, the city engineer, uh, Jeff Kramer, and his team. And then we also supported Yuma County, the Office of Public Works. And we had great turnout, great buy-in. And it's, it's the thing that we hear the most. We heard it from that group. We hear pretty much every group we speak to people who value what we actually have to share with them. It's, it's our greatest compliment that we ever get from people. And we get it quite a lot is you guys are so authentic. Y'all are so real. And that's exactly what we want to hear. Because what I know is if you want to connect with the blue collar workforce, especially the frontline people, but also the leaders and those who support them, is you better be authentic. If you're trying to be somebody you're not, Blue collar folks can see in the dark with a blindfold on when it comes to authentic people. I'm one of them. I know I've worked with them my entire life. That's the way we are. If you're one of us, you know exactly what I'm talking about. That's why we tell so many stories, especially me talking about how I got it wrong. Nobody wants to hear me come in and say how perfect I am. They want to just see I'm real. And the way you show them you're real is you talk about how imperfect you are. And that's what I do a lot of. I teach principles and I tell a lot of stories of how I got it wrong. And I share some success of how I got it right. Because if if you want someone to follow you, they need to know you can get results in your own life. And then you need to be able to let them know you've helped other people get results. So we share for that reason, not to toot our own horse. Not our own horse. I don't know what that was about. Our own horn. That's just a little end of the year comedy. That's what that was. We don't toot our own horse, anyway. So we don't we don't do it for that reason. But we don't try to impress people. We try to inspire people. And you can't do that tooting your horse. <laughs> All right. So I hope you guys are definitely going to have a safe New Year's. I know some folks get a little out of hand around the New Year's, but be safe. I'm going to leave you with with a thought. And, uh, you know, a lot of people, and we're going to kick off the new year, January 3rd episode. is going to kick off a a, a series on my book, 10 Foundational Elements of Intentional Transformation, How to Become Your Best Self. Again, this is focused on personal development. It has nothing to do with your title. This is How Do You Get Better as a Person. It's a mental roadmap. That book's on audio, a paperback, ebook. If if you want to get it or listen to it. But I'm going to start a series. I'm not going to read it to you, but I'm going to talk about the different chapters that are in there. And, and I, I talk a lot about my transformation, my, my personal stuff. Sometimes people ask me, you know, how, how did you actually get from where you were to where you are kind of thing? And the two books, that's one of the books. The other book is Defining Influence, Increasing Your Influence, Increases Your Options. You read those two books, that's, those two contain the most stuff about me personally. But we're going to kick off talking about transformation because I know a lot of people, they, they have New Year's resolutions and all this sort of stuff. And then they flop all over the place and then they forget they ever had it and they never do it and that sort of stuff. So I'm just going to kick off the year uh, with a series on transformation. And maybe some of you, if you have have something you really want to change about your life, whether it's relative to your character, your competency, both, whether it's personally or professionally or both. You're going to get some nuggets out of that. But there's a lot of people who, you know, they're, they're wanting to go get a degree. Or they want to get a certification. Or they just simply want to get a better job. They just don't like change. Or they, they want to take a trip. Or they want to go do something they've never done. All kinds of things. People are just waiting, waiting, waiting. And I picked up this. I think I've added to it. I don't remember where I got got this from. Uh, I don't have a quote there, so maybe maybe wherever I got it from didn't have the person's name. But I think I've enhanced it a little bit. But people, uh, you know, people, so many people are waiting. They make excuses. And so this, this little thing I'm going to leave you with today, it says, so stop waiting. Stop waiting until your car or your home is paid off. Stop waiting until you get a new car or home. Stop waiting until your kids leave the house. Stop waiting until you go back to school or stop waiting until you finish school. Stop waiting until you lose 10 pounds. Stop waiting until you gain 10 pounds. Stop waiting until you get married. Stop waiting until you get divorced. Stop waiting until you have kids. Stop waiting until you retire. Stop waiting until next summer. Stop waiting until next spring or next winter. Or next fall. Or stop waiting until you die. Because that's what's coming right there for every one of us. We're going to die. So I'm here to tell you, whatever it is you want to accomplish, stop waiting. Stop making excuses. Stop worrying about what you can't do. Start focusing on what you can do. The only problem is you're going to have to do it. We focus on what we can't do. We don't have to do it because we can't do it. That's why we like to focus on all those things we can't do. What can we do? We can do a lot. But we have to go do it. And some of us don't want to do a lot. So I'm going to leave you with that that closing thought today. Stop waiting. Get in action. If you want to get serious in 2020, Highly recommend you go get 10 foundational elements of intentional transformation. Go ahead and get that thing under your belt. I'm going to do that series starting on January 3rd, 2020. Haven't decided yet if it's going to be a 10 part series or, you know, where I talk about the 10 foundational elements. But in the book, there's actually three chapters. There's three three page chapters per section. So it's a 90 page book, but there's uh, the first two chapters of each section I kind of teach. And then the third chapter of each section, I tell a personal story that relates to that chapter and that teaching, how I actually applied it in my life. And so just don't know if I'm going to do a 10 10-part ser- 10 series. If I do, it's going to take 10 weeks to get through it. Or if I do a 30-part series, it's going to take 30 weeks. But I'm real anxious to do a 30-part series on my Blue Collar Leadership and Culture book, Uh It's been very popular, and it's a roadmap for leaders who truly want to transform their culture, who want to become a sought-after employer of choice who's attracting top talent. I know that'll be a 30-part series, so we'll just have to wait and see. But like I said, stop waiting. Don't even wait on me for that. Get that book. Go through it. Use it like a tool and a resource. Mark it up. Highlight it. And transform your life, whatever that means. You may be wealthy. It may not have anything to do with wealth. You may need to transform how you treat your spouse or your children or your team members or your boss. You may you may want to transform your career. You may be in one field. You may have went to school. For whatever reason, you got tangled up and you went to college or you went to tech school or you got some kind of certificate or degree. Doing something you really don't even like doing. Well, certainly don't spend the rest of your life doing something you don't like doing. You're only going to get one lap. This this race of life, you, you get one lap. Don't spend it doing something you don't want to be doing. Don't spend it with somebody that does not appreciate you. Don't spend it on a job where there's a boss who doesn't appreciate you. Develop yourself. Fire that boss. Go hire you a new boss. It works in your personal life, too. Life life truly is short. I'm telling you, it's too short to be miserable. There ain't nobody who's listening to this podcast who has to be miserable. They may be miserable. You may be miserable. You may be mad. You may be sad. You may be frustrated. You may be upset if you truly reflect on where you are compared to where you wanted to be or where you would rather be just this transformational book. And the series we're going to kick off on, you still got to do all the work. That's the thing. There's no shortcut. See, there's, there's no shortcut to the top of Mount Everest. You got to climb it, but knowing how to climb and where to climb, when to climb, can accelerate your journey see the the shortest path to the top of Mount Everest it's the shortest path there ain't no doubt about it the shortest path to the top is the shortest and that may be the one you need to travel but that may be the one that you can't even travel but let's say you could travel the shortest path there's no shorter way to get there but I'm gonna tell you what you can go at different speeds You can go look. Everyone who's climbed that path, did they go at the exact same speed? Absolutely not. And there's a ton of reasons why. Most of it's because of preparation. Some of it's because of knowledge. Some of it, though, is application. They may know they need to prepare and they don't prepare. A lot of it's related to discipline. They don't have the discipline to prepare. So I'm going to teach you a mental roadmap in that book, from that book, That if you're serious about transforming anything in your life, personally or professionally, at home or at work, I'm going to teach you what you have to do. I can't do it for you. You got to do the work. Ain't nobody on this planet can do do it for you. You got to do it. So that's what we're going to talk about. That's how we're going to kick off 2020. And uh, someone I've met on LinkedIn, maybe maybe you're listening, Mr. uh, Carlos Cody. And uh, I put something out there and asked what book someone li- might like to hear me start the year off, what series. And actually, Carlos is the only one that responded. And he said, 10 foundational elements of intentional transformation. So this one's for you, Carlos. This coming up starting on January 3rd. And uh, hopefully, you influencing me to do this book is going to help a lot of other people advance themselves down that path they have to travel and always tell people keep climbing the mountain without a peak what i mean is you're never going to get there always grateful for where you are but never satisfied always on a continuous growth journey talk to you next time have a happy new year
0: make it happen or someone else will it might as well be you. Are you serious about taking your career and your life to the next level and beyond? Check out Max Story's Blue Collar Leadership series books and others, now available on audio along with paperback and ebooks at Amazon, iTunes, and Audible. Please visit bluecollarleadership.com to learn about Mac's books, programs, special offers, certifications, and more. Thank you for listening to the Blue Collar Leadership podcast.